Hello, everyone, everywhere. Pastor Robert Thibodeau here. Welcome to the Kingdom Crossroads podcast today. We're so blessed that you're joining us. We have a great day lined up today. Praise God. Let me ask you a question. Have you ever failed at anything in life? Have you ever done things that you're not proud of? How did you deal with that? For many, it can turn to violence. It can turn to drugs. With me, it turned to alcohol. It could turn into purely destructive habits. But eventually, it turns inward. It turns inward and becomes even more self-destructive. For some people, to the point of no return. People just lose hope and give up. Well, my guest today and I are here to tell you, you don't have to give in to those temptations that succumb to destruction like that. Yeah. Richard Kaufman, I've known him for several years now. And he's a fellow podcaster. He works a lot with the veterans who are going through issues themselves. And he's gone through some issues too. Just to give a brief summary, his father left when he was just three. He grew up moving from school to school, dropped out of school in ninth grade, became addicted to alcohol by the time he was 12, folks. Joined the Army initially at age 17, but because of alcohol issues, Coupled with immaturity, he was discharged. That hooked him on. He got into drugs and all that stuff, found himself homeless. Eventually, he was arrested and then given the option to either attend rehab or go to prison. Well, he made the correct choice. He went to rehab. Eventually, he was able to obtain a special good conduct waiver and was able to re-enlist in the Army. Spent a total of 24 years in military service, but even... All that wasn't without mishap, and I'll let him tell you the story on that. But on 9-11, Richard, after seeing the tragedy that had unfolded, he made the decision he was going to change his life forever. And he dedicated himself to begin helping others. On the darkest day in American history, Richard Kaufman seen the light, and that changed his life. Praise God. Now honorably discharged, married, three kids, He's sharing his story about this journey. He helps with other retired veterans to overcome their obstacles, whether that's health, fitness, addictions, mental illness, whatever the case may be. He has a podcast called the Vertical Momentum Resiliency Podcast. What a great name. And has a Facebook group that helps there as well. He's been interviewed on dozens and dozens of podcasts. He's been featured in magazines. He's the author of a couple of ebooks and and. Folks, help me welcome to the program my good friend, Richard Coffin. Richard, it is so good to have you back on the show today, brother. Thank you so much for having me. After that intro, we can just log off now. We're good. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. Amen. Well, it's important for people to understand where you're coming from, you know, and that's why you're able to help them to overcome these things, too. Because, hey, folks, Richard was on our program way back in like 2018 or so. Uh, episode 548 we're up in the 1400s gonna you know, by the time this goes live it'll be like 1420 and uh, praise god guess what richard's right there with us praise the lord hallelujah uh, richard let's go let's i got a bad guys i i know you and it's so easy for me just to jump into stuff but i want to make sure our listeners know you so the first question i always start with other than that brief information I just shared, tell us in your own words, who is Richard Kaufman? Well, that that was something that after spending 24 years in the military, you know that when you're in the military, we go by our last name 
we go by whatever's on whatever rank we are and whatever's on our ID card. Yep. And once they told me on, on Labor Day 2012 that you're no longer Sergeant Kaufman, that was the scary question was, who is Richard? And that was the day that I attempted suicide. And I'm sure we could talk mm -hmm. about that. But yeah. for me, I didn't know who Richard was. So after the suicide attempt failed, thanks to my six-month-old daughter, um, that's when I had to reinvent and reimagine my life. So I, Richard has only been around since 2012, but Rick was there from uh, 69 till 2012. So I had I've had to re um, you know reimagine my life. And for me, when everybody asks who I am, and I just said. I'm just a junkie who got lucky. And now I'm going from dope dealer to hope dealer. So that's who I am today. And I'm a father, I'm a husband. Um, and those are the two greatest titles that I'll ever have as father and husband. So yeah. I'm, I'm nothing special. Yeah. Amen. Amen. I'm right there with you. You know, my whole life was centered around my military. I mean, that's all I ever wanted to do since I was in high school. My friends were getting ready for college and all that. So I'm just going in the service. I mean, that from like 15 on, that was my my goal. I was going to make a career out of the service. And I did. And you know, when I got caught up in the rift because I got probably got drunk one night and decided I was going to become an officer because I could be a better officer than they could <laughs> type thing and apply for OCS. Uh I, I tell them worst mistake of my life. But uh, yeah. I remember one time the captain called me in and he said, I got a question for you. I said, I know NCOs hate officers, but now that you're an officer, what do you think about that? And I said, well, sir, to be honest with you, you're right. You know, when I was an NCO, I hated officers. And now that I am an officer, I know why. <laughs> and he, 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 Get out of here. <laughs> I'm sure but, that uh, went over like a lead balloon, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I, but one colonel, he was introducing our new commander and telling him about his lieutenants and stuff. And my captain told me this later. He said, and he said, and Lieutenant Thibodeau, well, the best way I can describe him is an NCO impersonating an officer. <laughs> I love it. But that was my, but, but that attitude also, when they did a big reduction you know, in 19, the eight, late 1980s, uh, my name got rifted. And, uh, you know, I did the same. I went to work that morning thinking, you know, I got eight more years to retire. You know, I'm, I know I'm not going to make this captain's list on the first one, but the second one, you know, unless you got caught with the general's daughter or something, you're going to get promoted. And got as a working in S3, and I was at a, me, a range meeting or something, came back at lunch, get some files to go back to the meeting. And the major said, Colonel wants to see us. Okay. I know the list came out. He's going to tell me I wasn't on it. Walked in and reported. He said, Bob, you didn't make the list. No problem, sir. I got the next one. He goes, there isn't going to be a next one. The secretary of the army waived the second promotion. You have to go to S1 and begin out processing. That's the no notice I had that my career and life, because that I had immersed myself, as you said, in that environment. Who's Bob Thibodeau now? Mm -hmm. You know, so I, and, and that was 1989. And uh, 18 months later is when I was going to commit suicide. So I'm right there with you, brother, you know, yeah. and, uh, but God, 
God intervened that night, January 25th, 1992 at 11.35 p.m. Eastern Time in a little empty apartment in Columbus, Georgia. And my life has not been the same since. So I'm, I'm right there with you. Now, we were originally connected uh, by our good friend, Sean Douglas. So since we had you on five years ago, tell us what you've been up to in the last four or five years. Oh, there's been so much. Um, well, I lost 80% of my vision. Um, mm. about, yeah, almost about five years ago. Yeah. It was right and, and that's when I, I was sitting home getting fat, dumb and unhappy. I gained like 50 pounds and, and then some of my friends said, Hey, you know, cause I'm have a lot of friends in the Vetpreneur tribe, like Tammy Moses, Mark Dudek, Daniel Curry. And they said, Hey, you're the comeback coach. Aren't you, you teach people to come back. When are you coming back? And I was like, oh, <laughs> got you, you got me. <laughs> so I'm like, you know, what can I do? I can't see anything. You know, I mean, I only had like 20% vision. So I'm like, you know what? Let me start up a podcast interviewing people that have it worse than me. And the guy, the first guy I interviewed was he had both arms and both legs blown off in Afghanistan or Iraq, I think. And he's sitting in a... In, in a jacuzzi in Aspen skiing with his family. And I'm like, wait, hold on. You got no legs, no arms, but you're living your best life ever. And that's when I realized, you know, people, people can struggle, but then there's something after the struggle. And that's when I started the podcast. And now uh, the podcast is in the top 0.5% of all podcasts yeah. in the world. Over a million downloads. Our book hit number That's one awesome. twice. So God's just really working, working this. Um, and now I do this full time and I speak full time. So God has just really said, you know what? This is this is your mission. Yeah. Amen. Amen. That is good. Yeah. A million downloads, man. Congrats. That's awesome. You know, I, I thought I was doing good. I, I went over a quarter million last month, you know, <laughs> but you know, it, it's all because every day before I even get on, I said, Lord, I'm in charge of the work. You're in charge of the results. That's right. Amen. So I'm just going to put in the work. And even if one person hears it and decides not to put the weapon in their mouth and pull the trigger, and we just changed the world. So I, and I think, God. you know, but it's also a lot of hard work. And a lot of people think, well, I'm going to start a podcast and it's easy. And I'm like, yeah, it's, uh, not easy. <laughs> it's, it's a lot of work. And that's why the average podcast lasts 13 episodes. Yeah. Well, oh, it went up to 13 there for a while. It was only like six. Yeah. <laughs> so that's, you know, this, that's Must why been 2020 of... pandemic probably, well, I'll, I'll just keep at this for another week. <laughs> so that's why a lot of people quit because they don't realize like we were talking about earlier it, it's a lot of work it to, is, to, be, it to is. run a successful podcast it's a lot of work anybody yeah. can run a podcast but to run right. a successful one yeah it's a amen. lot of work amen well tell us about your the issue with the site did they figure out what was going on with it well unfortunately because i was with gnc for over 30 years um i got addicted to energy drinks mm. and i was drinking like five or six a day my blood pressure went up and um my retina popped so i tore my retina wow. both eyes wow um i mean i still have an energy drink nowadays and, and a cup of coffee but nothing like it was then but you know i had to have surgeries in both my eyes and it's humbling when one day 
you're running a million dollar company and then the next way next day your wife has to walk you to the bathroom yeah wow and do yeah. things that shouldn't have right. to be done right um and so that's when god said hey buddy uh you know i you, you didn't want to be humble then guess what <laughs> you're going to be humble today yeah. He has a way of making you humble, doesn't he? <laughs> and that, you know, and and, that, and from that day forward, that's when I realized, you know what? There's a God. I'm not Him, yeah, amen. so I'm just going to do what I feel what what I'm led to do now. Yeah, Amen, Amen. Well, you do a lot of work supporting veterans groups and things like that. Share some of the work that you do to help our vets. Well, because well, what happened was with the podcast. I started interviewing mostly <clears throat> veterans, but then I realized if a veteran has a reason to get up in the morning or a first responder, if they have, if they start a business, if they start a 5013C, they're so much less likely to pull the trigger if they have a reason to get up. So that's when I started interviewing millionaires, billionaires, teaching veterans and first responders how to become business owners. Because it gives you hope. Because when we get out of the military, like one Sergeant Nick from my group talks about, when you step off base, they don't. The military doesn't give a crap about you. Right. They and and you're going to miss your camaraderie. You're going to miss your paycheck, and then you're going to you don't have a mission anymore. Yeah. And when you don't have a mission, that's when life can get really really bad. So that's when I figured, hey, you know, let me get all these successful entrepreneurs come on the show tell their struggles and how they got through them and how they became successful. So it kind of morphed into a, a vetpreneur podcast. Amen. Amen. And, and, you know, you, you mentioned the camaraderie. That was the big thing. Like I was sharing about me, my entire being was wrapped up in the military. That was my family. You know, I spent more time with those guys than I did yeah. at home, you know, and, and one day you're there and the next day you're not, you know, and, and now I'm sitting at home wondering the same thing, you know, okay, what's next? How am I going to put food on the table? You know, I mean, just thinking about it, I can't, I can't even go back to that darkness. I mean, it was just a terrible time in my life. Absolutely worse. See, that's why I, I'm really looking forward to your next with your uh, your next guest. I forget the last name. Mize, I think is going to be on LinkedIn because mm -hmm. a lot of people, you know, they don't realize, OK, before you even get out, you need to be on LinkedIn. You need to be building relationships because yeah. everybody has a shelf life. There's no 90 year old privates in the military. So everybody, <laughs> everybody has a shelf life and they, and they need to prepare from the day they raise their hand yeah. to get out. Amen. Amen. How important is you is it for you to share your faith in your business and your podcast and what you're doing, even if it's in subtle ways? Well, now it seems like God is saying he's putting all these people in my way. Because for a while, and I'm going to be honest with you, for a while, I walked away from faith. Mm -hmm. But because of you, uh, because of Sean, because of um the Christian podcasting group that we're a part of um, it's brought me back into the fold. And now I realize, you know what? God has a bigger plan. So now 
I still do what I know I know I do, but there's certain it seems like God is starting to put more Christian men into my life, like Eric Allen and and, and Kelly Cardenas. They're just putting he's putting people in my life saying, Here, I'm shaking you. Listen to me. Because <laughs> sometimes we want to be su- such a knucklehead that we don't want to listen. But he's like, Okay, you can be successful, but you can also be a Christian. Yeah. And and he's he's putting to me that if our father owns everything we if we're his children have the right to own everything as long as we know that we don't own anything he's just letting us borrow it so if he's letting me borrow the house in new jersey why wouldn't he let me borrow the beach house in new <laughs> amen if he's let me borrow the kia why why wouldn't he let me borrow the BMW? And I think sometimes when you're when you talk to a lot of Christians, they oh, we want to be poor, we want to be pious. Oh, you know, but I realize because I, I keep an empty cup here on my desk. It's never anything in it. I mean, it's my cup. Uh, yeah. But, but I realize I can't pour yeah. out of my cup if it's empty. That's right. So that's when that's I said, Lord, you know what? Let's put some let's put some stuff some stuff in the in the cup so i'm able to help feed homeless i'm able to buy clothes for for veterans or whatever and i think christians we need to realize that our father owns everything so like like if you ask somebody okay imagine it coming to a headline the president of the, of the united states and their and, and their kids are living on the streets yeah they're expected yeah. to have favor we're expected to have favor. Amen. Like when, I, when I'm driving to, even when I go to the, the the grocery store, I'm like, Lord, I'm looking for my parking spot. I know you've got one for me. Every time. Yeah. So, you know, I think we need to start looking for, I mean, God's favor yep. in everything that we do. And so that, that's where I think that's my mindset has changed to where, God, I'm giving it all to you. And I'm so grateful that I'm able to do what I do. Yeah. Yeah. Th- it never fails. When we go to the store, I'll drop, you know, I'm pulling, wow, looks crowded out here today. Here, let me just drop you off at the door and I'll find a parking spot. And as we're pulling up, somebody pulls out right there uh, several times, spot number one right there. You know? oh, oh, never mind. Thank you, Jesus. And I'm, I'm, yeah. I, I'm literally, we, thank you, Jesus. And I pull right around, right in the spot, you know, yeah. and because uh, my wife has a hard time walking long distance so i either drop her off so she get a part to hang on to or you know like i said well oh, oh there we go right there right on time you know so i expect favor in and everything all the time. That's you right. know whether yeah. if, if i'm gonna go in to pay a bill I'm, I'm expecting something good to come up it'll be like nah don't worry about it we got it <laughs> you know yeah. why, why should i not expect it if, if if he's the father he owns it all what are we worried about they work for him too, you know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Amen. Well, let me ask you this: What was one of the worst decisions you made in business, podcasting, whatever? And was it because you didn't listen to the prompting of the Holy Spirit? In other words, if you would have listened, things would have turned out differently. Well, uh, I would say my worst decision was listening to the people around me. Is either one is because they never started, 
Or number two, the people are around and say, well, you know, Rich, you're a ninth grade dropout. You know, why should you be interviewing the authors of Rich Dad, Poor Dad? Why should you be interviewing David Meltzer or Lee Steinberg? You know, why should you be doing this? You're only a ninth grade dropout. And a lot of times we listen to other people and we're like, you know what? Maybe they're right. I'm not going to start. Yeah. So that was me, you know, and it's only been over the last year when I, since I decided, uh, hey, you know, this is a real thing. You know, this is no longer a hobby. This is, yeah. you know, this is what I do. Yeah. But I I also started, a high, I hired a business coach. So it's kind of like, for me, it was just listening to what other people thought I should be. Mm-hmm. Until I realized, okay, in the end, me and you, uh, we know we have a lot of friends, a lot of acquaintances, but in the end, it's just going to be me and him. Amen. And I got to say, all right, this is this is what you gave me. Yep. And this is what I did with it. It doesn't matter what Aunt Sally or Uncle Joe said. Mm-hmm. I, I got to do what I got to do because our, our time is very infinite. I mean, yeah. very finite. Finite. Yeah. You know, Amen. so that's why I figured, hey, you know, I'm going to start doing what I feel called to do. And you know, whether whether you're part of you're part of the mission or not, that's on you, <laughs> you mm-hmm. know. Yeah. So I think that, that would be the biggest thing is to listening to what other people's opinion are opinions are. And I love the quote. I forget even who said it, that um, lions don't care about the opinion of sheep. <laughs> so, so that's Amen. where I started. You know, yeah. that I think that's the biggest thing was uh, to realize that, you know, I'm who God says I am. I'm not who Aunt Mary and Uncle Joe say I am. Yep. Amen. Amen. So on the flip side of that, what was one of the best decisions you made because you did listen and implemented what you heard from the Holy Spirit? Well, this is, it's, it's a weird dichotomy. Like you mentioned in in the intro, if I go sit on my porch right now, I'm actually sitting in the shadows of the twin towers. And, And for me, the greatest day in my life and the worst day in my life were at the same time. And that was at 8.48 on September 11, 2001. And that's when I broke and down and decided to give my life to God again and to also give my life to people that can't help themselves. So for me, it was the worst day, but it was the best day. So when when I see things about 9-11, I know that if 9-11 did not happen, I would not be alive today. Amen. So for me, it's kind of, it's, I think they they say, call it bittersweet, Mm -hmm. you know, because it changed my whole trajectory of my life in an instant. Yeah. You know, and I think that's the way God works. You know, like like when Paul was on the road for Damascus, Damascus, it was in an instant. (laughs) And I think we can change in an instant. That's why I wear this t-shirt. It says today I decide. Amen. So your life can change in an instant if we decide to say, all right, God, I'm in. I'm all in. Yep. Amen. Amen. You know, I I love that story about Paul on the road to Damascus, you know, and, you know, losing his sight, had to be led by the hand in the town. And then the Lord appears to Ananias or speaks to Ananias. He said, go lay hands on Saul of Tarsus. And and I was like, uh, uh. God, you know, you know 
who he is and what he does to Christians, right? He's <laughs> like, uh, uh, you know, are you sure? You know, you really want me to go over there? And, uh, he says, go over there. I told him that a man named Ananias could come and lay hands on him and restore his sight. Now, that means Paul was praying, right? What was he praying for? One, he submitted himself to God. He heard the Lord's voice. You know? He submitted himself to him, and now he's praying that he receives a sight. So he's praying, and all God needs is the vessel. The vessel. Well, well, you know, one thing that a lot of people, and... I talk to a lot of people, and I say, anytime that Jesus healed anybody, that person had to do something. Yep. They weren't just, okay, Jesus just say, you know what? You're healed. You're good. He always right. made him do something, whether that was walk somewhere or say something to somebody. So yeah. to be successful in life, you got to do, you got to have faith, but you got to do something. And obedience, faith and so, obedience. Amen. Yeah. Praise the Lord. Now, last time you were on, he had a different podcast. Yeah. When and why did you switch over to start this podcast? Okay. Uh, first of all, for people that are watching, I am a low tech redneck. Uh, so what happened was I had a podcast called success, your why powers your how now I was using anchor and now it's Spotify. Um, but I had 300 episodes recorded and I was like, okay, I got 300 episodes. I put out, I only got like 10,000 downloads. I'm like, what is going on? And somebody looked at my podcast. They're like, you're not even on Apple or iTunes. And I'm like, huh? Because I I trusted that they were going to put me on iTunes and Apple, but they never they never put my RSS feed into it. So I was like, well, what do I do? And I and I contacted them and they're like, yeah, you got 300 episodes. Yeah, I we can't help you. You you can't put all this up. So you're gonna have to start over. And I was like. So that's when I started the new podcast. So that's why now I'm going through and getting in contact with all the 300 people that I had on. I'm like, all right, I got a new show. Why don't you come on a new show? So that's where uh, I'm working on right now is trying to rebuild all those 300 people that I had on and rebuild mm. all those relationships. Because everything, especially in podcasting, is about relationships. Relationships. Yeah. Like I said, without Sean, I wouldn't know you. Yeah. You know, without you... I wouldn't, I wouldn't be in the groups that we're in and I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing, but it was all because of the one relationship I started with Sean. Yeah. But, you know, and for me, uh, I, I'm rebuilding all those relationships saying, Hey, Hey, you know, um, this is what happened. I'm always, always open and honest. I'm like, this is what happened. Um, I, and I release all, I re-release all the episodes and then I invite him to come back on. So yeah. that's what I'm, that's what I'm doing, doing uh, right now. That's awesome. That is awesome. Yeah. I, I, yeah, with the Kingdom Crossroads podcast, I was thinking about, you know, switching over to a different one. And I, I said, no, I, you know, we are established right now. You know, our podcast is established. I could start a second podcast. And then I asked myself, why? <laughs> you know, why do I want to go through those headaches again? Well, and not only that, but like if, if somebody Googles Vertical Momentum Podcast, we're on this, the first six pages of Google. Amen. Why yeah. would I want to start anything again? Exactly. Now? 
exactly. You know? exactly. But I think sometimes, like when I had, like, I, I've had you on, I think I had you on the old show. Mm-hmm. It was audio only. Yeah. Until I had John Lee Dumas on, and he's like, bro, you got to go to video. And this was like a couple of years ago. He's like, mm-hmm. you're going to get left behind if you're not doing video. And I was like, <laughs> he called me out like that. So now we do audio and we do video because a lot of people don't realize that YouTube is depending on the day, the number one or number two search engine yep. Yep. and who, and who are they owned by? Yep. So if, if, yep. if you're, if you're, if your videos are on YouTube, you're, Get you're going to be found. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Yeah. That's, that's why we're moving to video this year. Uh, you know, January, the time of this is released, uh, you know, we're, we're, I'm still already on YouTube, but we're going to be focusing on YouTube, you know, and uh, that's as well as, you know, folks, we're still going to be on Spotify and Apple podcasts. All that. We're, gonna, we're doing both audio and video. And the thing is, I've been doing video recordings like we are today. I've been doing that since basically 2019, you know, so I've got all the videos, but you know, is we're just, we just got to redo the format so it's not so much work because right now I'd have to go back and drag and drop each one into YouTube. Uh, so like you're using StreamYard, we're we're using Restream. Boom, that's kicking off and it, it's already there. But I see a lot a lot of business owners they get so focused on one platform, yeah. like like Russell Brunson talks about, and then when you know because then when Zuckerberg slaps you down, yeah. And then you're like, wait a minute, what do I do? All my business is on, on Facebook where for like our show, I think we're on 24 different platforms. So, okay. You shut me down, but I have over 30,000 connections on LinkedIn. So I'm just going to move over. So, you know, so I think as a business owner, we have to be able to pivot and to, and to be able to be omnipresent, just like the Lord is he's everywhere. We need to be everywhere as business owners. That's right. Amen. Amen. So tell us about what you're doing right now and how you are helping the military folks and, and others, not just the military, but how you're helping the people that, that you're reaching out to. Well, I look for ways to serve. So, I mean, I think we have almost 10,000 followers on Facebook, uh, just Facebook alone. And I, I go through my Facebook every morning for a couple hours and I'm like, if I see somebody that's struggling, I just send them a DM. Hey, bro, I see you're struggling. How can I be? How can I support you? How can I be of service to you? Not asking for anything, just saying, you know, because if somebody would have told me that day of Labor Day 2012, that it's going to be okay, you're going to be all right, I probably wouldn't have attempted suicide. So for me, who knows what that one DM or that one message is going to do? So I look for places to serve every day. How can I serve my brother, Robert? I see he just had a, a, a granddaughter. Hey, congratulations on the granddaughter. Beautiful. What's her name? To create dialogue. Because yeah. a lot of people, when we get out of the military, we lose, we lose camaraderie. And then we feel like we're alone. So for me, my goal is to let people know you're never alone. As long as I got breath in my body. You're never going to be alone. I'd rather hear your BS than your eulogy. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Yeah. That's so good. So you use social media a lot in reaching out for your outreach. 
Well, because you know, um, I I don't work, so this is this is what I do, and you know, and since I have you know mentors like John Lee, Gary Vaynerchuk, this is my way of. There's so much negativity on social media. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this is my way of spreading positively on social media, and, and people don't realize that. Like my wife's like, yeah, I don't like social media, but I see her watching TV swiping watching cat <laughs> videos on tiktok and i'm like that's social media and if you ever walk into a restaurant and there's 10 tables nine of them somebody's playing on their phone yeah yep. so you know like even like gary my brother gary talks about is you know you go where the attention is yeah amen. so if all the if the devil's going where the attention is why shouldn't god we're going go where the eyeballs are at yep Amen. Amen. That is so true. And, you know, that's, it used to be, this is a long time ago, but you could tell married couples in a restaurant versus those who are dating. Because the ones who are dating are talking to each other, you know? The married couples, they're both on their phone. (laughs) I mean, it's, you know, and, and, We've had family outings. We went out to a restaurant together and the kids are talking to each other on the phone. They're texting each other on the phone instead of, you know, what is wrong with this picture? (laughs) Yeah, We're here. You know, the the adults are like talking. You look over at the kids and they're, ha ha ha. Oh, yeah. Why don't you just start talking? You know, but now now it's it's actually becoming where it's the adults that are texting each other while they're at the table, mm. and I'm 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 guilty of it. So I, <laughs> I, I I I'm totally guilty of it. But um, I think for me, like my wife works from home. We both work from home. But once she logs off from work, I'm, I work until she logs off, and that's usually till six p.m. As soon as I log off, I shut the phone off. Yeah, that's it. It's over. It's a, it's a wrap. Yeah. Amen. If you need Amen. to get in touch with me, you call my wife. But Amen. you know, I'm going to make sure that I'm spending the quality time with my wife, and to make sure that we have the because there's so many marriages that are ruined by social media. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Amen. And I don't want to. I've been through. I've been married. It's my third marriage. I ain't going for four. Yeah. So. Amen. Amen. Yeah. I don't. Oh, yeah. I, I I understand that, man. Uh, Richard, this has been so awesome, and and. You mentioned a book and you, as well as your podcast. How can someone get information on both of those? What's oh, book my book is called A Hero's Journey from Darkness to Light. It's on Amazon Kindle. So it's, it's a downloadable book. But what I'm going to do is because you let you let me come on your show, if somebody direct message me or if you let me give me somebody's information, they'll get the book for free. Amen. I'll, Amen. I'll send them the book for free. But now if a person does purchase the book, the t-shirt, the hat, the coffee, whatever, 100% of the proceeds go to help end the epidemic of veteran suicide, veteran homelessness. So I don't make any money off anything that I do. Everything goes to to end the epidemic of veteran homelessness and suicide. So if you want to support me, you can pick up the t-shirts, the hat, the coffee, the book, and 100% of the proceeds go to help veterans struggling. So How can they get information on that? I'll just go to veteran, veteran, uh, uh, vertical momentum podcast.com everything is right there everything's everything's in one link so you can find it 
Amen. Amen. That's awesome. But like I said, if they if they want if they send me if you send me their information or they or they direct message me, they'll get the ebook right to their um right to their email for free. Just just because of, and, and just direct because message it through social media or yeah, is there an Facebook, email or your Facebook email whatever whatever they use because I'm everywhere so okay. it doesn't it doesn't matter where they message me at if they just say you know Robert sent me then they're gonna get the ebook within seconds. Amen. Amen. All right. What's what's the email address? Uh, vertical Momentum Podcast at Gmail. Got it. All right, folks. There you heard it. Praise the Lord. That's awesome. That is awesome. And Richard is a real deal. I mean, like I, I've known him for over five years. We follow each other. We follow what each other's doing. We we contact each other from time to time, and and. This is just a, a great chance to catch up and include you, our listeners, in the catch up. Amen. I urge you, drop down the show notes, reach out to Richard, not, not just to get his book, but to support him and the work he's doing with our veterans. You know, that is one of the, the big callings in my life, I guess you could say, is to be a blessing to our vets because it's so, you heard us talk about the military is a family and when someone in the family is hurting, everybody's hurting. And yes, they're not in the military anymore. I'm not in the military. Richard's not in there, but it is part of my psyche. It's who I am. I mean, if I turn this camera around on, on the bookshelf over there, there's two shelves. That's nothing but all my military memorabilia so that I will never forget who I am, you know? And, then the other three shelves, of course, are all Bible books. So, you know, but between the two, that's who made Bob Thibodeau today. You know, and there's, you know, I can't emphasize this enough. Folks. Drop down the show notes, reach out to Richard, get his book, buy his book, buy the, the coffee. I got to talk about that coffee, brother, because I am a coffee connoisseur. So, you know, amen. Amen. So, but, uh, you know, reach down, go down the shows, reach out to Richard, bless him, the outreach that he's doing, support that, get in touch with him on social media. Be sure you follow him on all the social media channels and subscribe to the podcast, the Vertical Momentum Podcast. Subscribe to that podcast because you'll be blessed with some of the people he's talking to. I'm telling you folks, it's a great podcast. I trained him well. So, <laughs> hey man. Richard, thank you for coming back on the program today and catching us up on everything, brother. Oh, may God continue to bless you as you move forward. I love it, guys. Remember, like Joel Osteen says, you get to decide to be the victim or the victor. Yeah. So, guys, make sure you make the right decision today. Amen. Amen. Folks, that's all the time we have for today. For Richard Coff and myself, this passed by reminding be blessed in all that you do. Are you a Christian entrepreneur, coach, or author with a message that needs to be heard? Picture this, your voice reaching thousands, your story inspiring hearts, and your business flourishing like never before. Introducing Faithcasters, the ultimate platform that connects faith-driven professionals like you with the power of podcasting. Become a sought-after guest on Faith-Based Podcast. Share your unique insights 
and connect with like-minded individuals who share your passion for faith and entrepreneurship as well. Imagine your expertise reaching a wider audience, expanding your network, and propelling your business to new heights. Well, it's all within reach with Faithcasters. So don't wait. Take the first step today on your journey to greatness by visiting our website at faithcaster.org. That's faithcaster.org. Join the Faithcasters community now and unleash the full potential of your faith-driven enterprise. You do not want to miss this opportunity. Faithcasters, where faith meets podcasting and your dreams become reality. Visit faithcaster.org. Let's soar together. And remember, anyone can be a podcaster, but only a Christian can become a faithcaster. Faithcasters, your voice, your platform, your success. Thank you.